Episode 64, Fourth Sunday of Advent, Year B. On this last weekend of Advent, we now light the fourth candle, the angel candle, or the candle of love. The angels announced the good news of our Saviour. God sent his only Son to earth to save us because he loves us. O Emmanuel, King and Lawgiver, Desire of the nations, Saviour of all people, come and set us free. Faith, Hope and Love, a time of scripture, prayer and reflection. Drop down dew from above you heavens, and let the clouds rain down the just one. Let the earth be opened, and bring forth a Saviour. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Before hearing the word of God and sharing the bread of life, sing praise to Christ, the Alpha and Omega. Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. Pour forth, we beseech you, O Lord, your grace into our hearts, that we to whom the incarnation of Christ your Son was made known by the message of an angel, may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the second book of Samuel, chapter 7, verses 1 to 5, 8 to 12, 14 and 16. Now when David, the king, was settled in his house, and the Lord had given him rest from all his enemies around him, the king said to the prophet Nathan, See now, I am living in a house of cedar. But the ark of God 
stays in a tent. Nathan said to the king, Go, do all that you have in mind, for the Lord is with you. But that same night the word of the Lord came to Nathan, Go and tell my servant David, Thus says the Lord, Are you the one to build me a house to live in? I took you from the pasture, from following the sheep, to be prince over my people Israel, and I have been with you wherever you went, and have cut off all your enemies from before you. And I will make for you a great name, like the name of the great ones of the earth. And I will appoint a place for my people Israel, and plant them, so that they may live in their own place, and be disturbed no more. And evildoers shall afflict them no more, as formerly, from the time I appointed judges over my people Israel. And I will give you rest from all your enemies. Moreover, the Lord declares to you, David, that the Lord will make you a house. When your days are fulfilled, you will lie down with your ancestors. I will raise up your offspring after you, who shall come forth from your body, and I will establish his kingdom. I will be a father to him, and he shall be a son to me. Your house and your kingdom shall be made sure for ever before me. Your throne, David, shall be established for ever. The Word of the Lord For ever I will sing of your steadfast love, O Lord. I will sing of your steadfast love, O Lord, for ever. With my mouth I will proclaim your faithfulness to all generations. I declare that your steadfast love is established for ever. Your faithfulness is as firm as the heavens. You said, I have made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn to my servant David. I will establish your descendants for ever and build your throne for all generations. He shall cry to me, You are my Father, my God and the rock of my salvation. Forever I will keep my steadfast love for him, and my covenant with him will stand firm. Forever I will sing of your steadfast love, O Lord. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans, chapter 16, verses 25 to 27. Brothers and sisters, to the one who is able to strengthen you according to my gospel and the proclamation of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery that was kept secret for long ages but is now disclosed, and through the prophetic writings is made known to all the Gentiles, according to the command of the eternal God, to bring about the obedience of faith to the only wise God, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory for ever. Amen. The Word of the Lord Alleluia, Alleluia. Alleluia. I am the servant of the Lord. May his will for me be done. Alleluia. Alleluia. 
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Chapter 1, verses 26 to 38. The angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words, and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favour with God, and now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great, and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth in her old age, has conceived a son, and this is the sixth month for her who was said to be barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord The wonderful news of the Annunciation to Mary occurred more than 2,000 years ago. The message that Mary received was the beginning of the fulfilment of God's promise that was made to King David 1,000 years even before that. This timeline is so long that it's almost impossible to comprehend. God has a very, very long memory. The people of Israel hoped and trusted in God's promise to King David. As the years went on, and there were very many years, that hope was at times boosted and then seemingly shattered, then rebuilt again. The people of God had an up-and-down relationship with God's promises. Sometimes they remembered God's promises with deep, expectant hope. Other times they'd remember God's promise with impatience with frustration, sometimes even bitterness, scepticism, resentment. Other times they would remember God's promises and hope. And all the time God bided his time and was quietly at work preparing the groundwork that would take centuries to bring to fruition. God thinks in hundreds of years. God remembers everything with a loving heart and is determined to fulfill what God has promised. But it's always in God's own time and in God's own way, according to the wisdom of the Lord, not human wisdom. God is very patient, unlike us humans who often demand that the future occurs right now and right here 
we only ever see the part of the picture because our lifespan is so short. And now we arrive at this wonderful scene of the Annunciation. After all this time, in the fullness of time, God's promise is fulfilled at the home of a humble maiden. Here we can learn our response from Mary, the right response to God's message. Be it done to me according to your word. If only we could all learn to respond to the Lord in that wonderful way that Mary did. May we be more readily and more joyfully able to proclaim, Be it done to me according to your word. Mary is the model for all of us who want to follow God's ways. She was humble. She was a servant of God who was faithful to the Lord. In her lowliness, God chose her for this most important role, to be the mother of his son. This weekend's Gospel for the closing Sunday of Advent is all about the greatness of the word yes in Mary's life and in the lives of all of us who want to be disciples of Christ. Mary's trust in God's promise is absolute. Mary continues to live according to God's ways, even when the events in her life are confusing, worrying and disorientating. Mary's words in response to the enunciation of the angel Gabriel are both profound and also very simple. Her yes changed the world. Surely the universe paused in a silent hush in those moments between the angel announcing the message and hearing Mary's response with such loving positiveness. With that response, Mary welcomed God into her life. She literally made a home for God in her life. Her yes is the response we can say daily as we welcome Jesus into our lives too. It would be a tragedy if Mary's yes was the last yes in human history. In fact, Mary's yes becomes the pattern for many more yeses. The Hebrew word Amen means yes, that is, let it be so. And we say this yes, Amen, every time we come forward for communion at Eucharist. We say yes, we will be the house of God in which Jesus will make his home. We're saying yes, we will take the divine life of God into our own bodies by taking in the body and blood of our Lord. We too say, yes, let it be done to us according to your word. So as amazing and wonderful as it seems, the truth is, God's last known address is within you. The wonderful thing about today's reading is that they remind us that God truly is with us always. This Advent time of preparation is to more deeply appreciate that Christmas is the feast of God making his home with us. God became one of us and dwells in our hearts and in our lives. God is always with us, as near as a heartbeat, as close as our own humanity. And God wants us to follow Mary's example and say yes to what God is building in our lives too to say yes to helping transform the world by lives built on the gospel of Jesus. Daily, we have God's presence and action so close to us as to be part of us. 
Mary was a woman of faith. She believed in God and in the wonderful things that God had done, not only for her, but also for her people over many centuries. She remembered Abraham, Moses, Deborah, David, and all the men and women throughout history who God had chosen to help the people keep their faith. In joy, Mary rejoices in the goodness of God who shares our life. Loved by God, we too rejoice in God's coming and gladly welcome God into our lives. One thing I find really striking and challenging, Mary's wonderful reply to the angel's announcement was very down to earth. There was no puffed up pride in it. She answers very simply, I am God's servant. The idea of being a servant, or for that matter a slave, seems difficult in this day and age. Slavery has been abolished, and rightly so. People are free and equal. So what do we make of Mary saying to God, I am your servant. I am your humble slave. Let it be done to me according to your word. Briefly put, we are here to do things God's way, not our own way. May this Advent bring us closer to the Lord, because he is always close to us. God loves us and sends his Son to save us. Mary continues to pray for us as we learn from her complete trust in God's plan and learn to serve her Son, Jesus Christ the Lord. We say yes to God's invitation to cooperate in the constant work of building up God's kingdom, not only in heaven but here and now in this life. May this coming Christmas celebration be a time of incredible renewal and peace as we allow God's grace to strengthen and build upon our yes, inspired by Mary's great yes to God. O wisdom, holy word of God, Jesus Christ, all things are in your hands. Come and show us the way to salvation. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. The Lord is very near. With joy-filled hearts we pray. For all who minister, that like Mary, they will be faithful servants. Lord, hear us. For our nation, that we may live in peace. Lord, hear us. For those whose lives are paralysed by fear, that they may experience the power of God's strengthening love. Lord, hear us. For this community assembled in prayer, that we may be sustained by the unshakable faith of Mary. 
Lord, hear us. For those who are in ill health and those who care for them, that they may receive healing, strength and peace. Lord, hear us. For those who await resurrection, that they may find peace in Christ's presence, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. Eternal God, listen to our prayers so that we may celebrate with joy the birth of Jesus, who lives for ever and ever. Amen. May the Holy Spirit, O Lord, sanctify these gifts laid upon your altar, just as he filled with his power the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For all the oracles of the prophets foretold him, the Virgin Mother longed for him with love beyond all telling. John the Baptist sang of his coming and proclaimed his presence when he came. It is by his gift that already we rejoice at the mystery of his nativity, so that he may find us watchful in prayer and exultant in his praise. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and his name will be called Emmanuel. Let us pray. 
Having received this pledge of eternal redemption, we pray, Almighty God, that as the feast day of our salvation draws ever nearer, so we may press forward all the more eagerly to the worthy celebration of the mystery of your Son's Nativity, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go and announce the Gospel of the Lord. Wait for the Lord, whose day is near. Wait for the Lord, be strong, take heart.